going the wrong way. Sir, your limo's, your limo's that way. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass, Choppy. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognition of excellence in sport broadcasting. Buckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media.
<laughs> Lemmy. I love Lemmy, man. Rest in peace, Lemmy. All right, episode 458 of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. We're not on YouTube. Uh, me, you know, we're not on Facebook or YouTube right now. We're, all, we're live on the rant. Well, I'm in there. Okay. I'm in there. I just wanted to make sure. Help if I hit the button. We're live on the Rant, Rant EM Radio, Rant Entertainment Media. I got a little announcement for them. Part of the Shining Wizards Network, whatever Jimmy Ferrari's doing. Okay. Um, let's get some network shit. Double family issues the last, like, three weeks. Has been an episode of Rant in a, in a minute. Yeah. Um, but they're doing, and, and perfect timing, too, because he planned this the other day. He messaged me. Um, they're doing a live Rant tonight at 10 p.m., Following SmackDown, there's a lot to talk yeah, about. And, and this wasn't planned. This was planned way before the new, the news came out. So, I, I, I'm not. I there's a rumor that someone from this show might be doing a run in this evening. Oh, hey now, yeah. So I don't know if that's true or not. Well, we'll have to find out. You have to listen. In a world full of rumors. In a world full of, <laughs> how do rumors get started? <laughs> it's started by the jealous people. Uh. And anyway, it is a, a news filled. Episode of Turnbuckle Throwbacks. A lot of current shit going on, and I just dropped a second bombshell on Jay. He didn't know because Jay's smart. He stays off the fucking internet. He stays off. He stays off the grid. Well, I, I, I mean, let's let yeah, let's let's get into it because you did you did completely rock my world right now. But yeah, so um, uh, a couple things. Uh, Choppy's not with us today. Obviously, he's stuck at work. Hammer just got a summer job, so he was gonna fill in for Choppy. And be the chop killer, not the cop killer. <laughs> and um, that's not going to happen. So good for him. Yeah. he's. Uh, I, I was his age, man. Making that fucking bread. Making that summer money. I just. I needed money for my gimmicks. Yeah. That's all I needed money for. And not for nothing, but I mean, looking at it now, that's a cool first job. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've done that. Um, but I was a, I was a teenage bar back. <laughs> Because I was a big kid, I was always a bigger kid. So I was, I was in the basement, fucking schlepping boxes of cases of beer up and down. You know, yeah. I knew they they had me packing ice and ice bags, and I worked in a beer uh, at that time too. I was just working whenever I can pick up anything, man. I would, I did a fucking, I did, I did something what you did, but I delivered um like like those flo- those the penny savers, yeah, ma- uh, marketeers, marketeers, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Queens was fucking Queens had one of, was the size of a newspaper because they were so big. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm in, I am exhausted. So I don't um I got up at six a.m. this morning. I was telling Jay, I'm like I have to clean the apartment because I'm having company tomorrow, and it's like I had to like dust and fucking scrub, and I don't I don't I'm 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 old now. I don't bend very often. No. Not like that anyway, so I'm fucking gumby in the tub, cleaning the fucking tub and the and the and the gimmicks and it's ninety degrees out. Yeah. In New York today. Today today today's a hot one. It's, it's a, a hot it's, it's a, a hot it's, it's a hot one. It's a hot one. Mm-hmm. Um but and it's been like really nice weather. Tomorrow it's supposed to be like seventy five and I was like, Okay. Um but today I got the air on. So if you guys hear the air conditioner go on and off in my bedroom, I'm sorry. It's a one bedroom apartment and I gotta you know, I have to cool off the apartment. I'm not gonna make him fucking sweat to do a podcast, you know. Uh, so we are comfortable and we got to <laughs> it's just going to listen. I was so excited um, about the AEW New Japan yeah. stuff next week. I'm like, 
I cannot wait. And Michael's coming to sleep over. I hope one of you guys can come see it with us. Yeah, it's like it's like the the, the forbidden door thing is it's it AEW did something exciting us. Yeah. And like in, in the sense of like like they really did I mean it's it's kind of rushed in, in retrospect, but they really did do a good job of, of hurrying up the storylines. Yeah, in in their defense, so yeah, yeah. I'm actually really excited. For I am. It. We'll get into it, and then we'll break down the card next. I'll, I'll give you the updated card, and then we'll do the card. Ne- we'll do the. We'll preview the whole card next weekend. Yeah. next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday. Um, but I'm telling you right now, man, it's been a day. It's been an interesting 24 hours. I well, so let, let's go. Let's go with the first. So then, two day was it two days ago? I I sh- I, I fired it through. I found out. Yeah, within minutes. Yeah, and I fired it through to to you and Chops. Yes, where the allegations against Vince and just to set the landscape, um, there's been an internal investigation within the within the 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 board of directors for for WWE, and they're looking into a three three million dollar NDA, um, kind of a payout, hush money, I think they call it, and you know it's the the slang, the street slang. Uh, basically three million dollars, and with investigating that, this, this investigating investigation started in April. They found, <coughs> excuse me, quite a few other NDAs, uh, monies non, paid. No, uh, an NDA is a non-disclosure. Eighteen uh, and for dollars a year, very gain the air of or the ire, I should say, of one Vince McMahon and doubled her salary. Uh, and allegedly, it was a consensual relationship. Okay, as it were. Um, and I I think after all this, after about a, I don't know, however long it went, there's there's no specifications on that. It's all speculation, I should say. Uh, she was she was let go from the company, but in order to not go public with that information of the said relationship, they gave her. A three million pay, three million dollar payout to to keep her quiet about her transgressions, and apparently between both Vince and one John Laurinaitis as well. Yeah, 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 bitches. Uh, Mister Mister Bella himself, and uh, and so this is this is multifaceted. So then this is all happening. <laughs> So then today I wake up for work. I go to work or whatever, and I, I just I just haven't had time to be on my phone or what have you. And then Phil goes, "Yeah, it's been a crazy twenty four hours." I said, "What do you mean? It's been going on all week." <laughs> He's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this morning, um, I was like I said I was cleaning the apartment and I was watching today's throwback again. Yeah. And I watched the next three episodes after that, and oh, I'm yeah. and I thank you so much for allowing me into your app. Because it's fucking. Well, we'll get into the pay per view, but yeah. we'll, get in, we'll get into the throwback. But I was so happy because it was. I, I'll I'll get it's into fresh. it. Yeah, it's fresh. But I sat. I was taking like into intimate breaks because I was like, yo, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I have a one bedroom apartment, but I don't clean it very often because I'm I'm never home. Like I, yeah. I come home, I go to sleep, I get up, I go to work, but I have to clean the apartment. So now, Wall Street Journal. Drops the story. Yeah, Wall Street Journal, Variety, and I think they had something too because they mentioned Linda McMahon. Uh, Linda and Vince haven't lived together in a very long time, allegedly. Yes. Um, they're married, 
Well, almost like my my old in laws. They've been married for twenty years, but they've been they they've been married for forty something years, but they've been apart for almost twenty. So, if, but they're still married. If you so they they're officially married. If you remember the Pat McAfee, he did say my wife at that time. Yeah. During, at one part of the interview. Yeah. It kind of went. It kind of went flat. Nobody caught it. Right, right, right. You know, you caught it though. So and brought it up to us, but and to me, that 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 shows it right there. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So this all dropped this morning. So and he. I was, so we are we are officially a step down. We are somehow or another. We we've gone from the area of. You got to pry this company out of Vince's cold dead hands, to basically Vince going. Okay, I'm gonna step down. Okay, so I'm not too keen on um on on um corporate America. Okay, so, so, so my 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 first question to you is, so now it was you just read that Stephanie is the interim CEO, so she's gonna slide into that spot. Yeah, which means Nick Khan was gonna take Stephanie's spot anyway. Yeah, so right? he he's so he's staying stagnant. He's staying stagnant. He's right staying there. stagnant, and Stephanie's moving up to Vince's spot. So so right now Stephanie is. Basically, she is the Class B shareholder. She has all veto rights, all voting rights. She's basically Vince. Yeah. Inter- now, the key thing is interim. Yeah, I mean, the WWE fans are picking on fucking AEW for having interim cha- <laughs> having an interim fucking champion. How about WWE? Coming How about back- WWE having interim owner? Yeah, exactly. How about coming- that? Interim shareholder, huh? Yeah, you fucks. Uh, they, who, say, who says WWE? Marks. <laughs> yeah, f- yeah, Marks. So... Yeah, so basically, there's a board of directors, I, and and it, this is really interesting if you're into this stuff. There was tw- there's twelve board of directors, and we know we know four names. You just answer my next question on, on top of it. Oh, there you go. Thank you. There's twelve boards of. I do uh, have more questions, bo- but bo- okay. board of directors. There's four of them that we all know. Vince, obviously, the head of it. Stephanie, Triple H, and Nick Khan. Right now, there's some there's some now scuttlebutt alert. Uh. Board of Directors, you have the fiduciary obligation. Basically, they act as if you own WWE stock. These Board of Directors make sure that the WWE company is operating fully and compliant with our best interest, a.k.a. the shareholders. Right. So basically, you know, being that they've... They're uncovering this stuff. There's a big investigation now going. And it's just like everything else in the world. If it's happened once, chances are it's happened plenty of times. So basically what I'm saying is the board of directors has a, they, I believe, now this is where it gets squirrely for me. Let's just say hypothetically speaking, Vince does not step down. I believe the board of directors can have a vote and remove Vince McMahon from his spot. That was my that was, so my question was so they the if a majority votes like let's say the, that was eight other mm-hmm. nine ten like eight eight and four right my man's terrible so if let's say I I hypothetically the other eight members say yeah. we don't want you on the board anymore even though Stephanie's the CEO and the the main the main position, yeah, they can vote because it's publicly traded and it's, it's 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 a board. So basically, I, I my understanding now, please, if I I, I now this is just you know more than I yeah. do because so I'm not this, I'm not well, too because it, it's because it's this just happened with Twitter, 
if you th- if you follow the Elon Musk Twitter, oh yeah, crazy stuff. That's right. Elon Musk was buying in. He was becoming. He was going to become a board of director by accumulating all these shares. So he was going to have a say on the board of directors. Um, that being said, if if push comes to shove, Vince. Uh, so this that'll bring me to my next point. As as a company head, excuse me. And until the investigation is over, Vince, the only move, I believe, in my opinion, the only play that Vince has right now is to step down. Because if he gets removed, there's no... It's just like back in the day, you, you know, during the steroid thing, you know, where Vince brought in Jerry Jarrett just to kind of run the day-to-day operation before, obviously, they went public. You need a WWE, you need a wrestling guy there to, to, to run it. You know that was he was going to hold the stead for Vince until Vince allegedly, possibly got out of jail or whatever. Um, Vince's only move right now is to step down. I think if you step down, you could take a leave of absence and then resume your your duties afterwards. So I think in order to not be voted out, Vince stepped down. So he's making an appearance down on SmackDown. You read it's in character. I read just an appearance. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know if it. So, so then my other question is, is he coming? Let's is he is he coming on because of because of Fox, because of I mean because yes. he's not he's not going to come on Raw obviously. So, there's there, there's a few answers. What was the first thing I said? And and we played we played the clip at the th- at the top. A lim- the limo's blowing up tonight. Yeah. Vince is going to die on TV. So you think he's going to work it into an angle? Why not? I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think so. Listen, this is very serious stuff. A decade ago, this was okay. Now, when there's real life shit, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's, that's, that's exactly it. I, I, I think, let's look at, I, I hate to, uh, you know, throw this into the political sphere, but let's look at cancel culture. Right. Right. The best way to get out of cancel culture or whatever, you know, either weather the storm and also, you know, Vince isn't one to apologize. I I, I know behind the scenes Vince has done that. And I, I, you know, say what you want about Vince McMahon. I think he's I think he's very uh, fascinating. Let alone that. Enigmatic? I think, yes. But I think he's very also kind of like uh, not misunderstood in the sense of that we see the, uh, yeah, you know, we see that. Yeah. We see that and we hear the stories of him backstage. Yeah, yeah. But but we, what we do know, what we do know are the, uh, the other stories of how many people has the WWE company, now granted maybe it's a write-off and there's tax purposes and you could say whatever you want to say, but how many times have they put in past wrestlers through rehab, surgery? That was like you you take it on my fucking points. You know what I mean? So yeah. so so there is goodness there. Right, right. Um so whatever's happening here, I think is is gonna obviously this is all gonna bubble over, it's gonna take over. Um I, I don't know. Do you work this into an angle? 
Is it beyond Vince to work this into an angle? It's not beyond it's Vince. Not. No, it's not beyond Vince to work it to an angle. My my whole thing is this is somebody else's life now. It's well, I think with the cancel culture, I think the yeah. only move that you do have, let alone the investigation and the board of directors, you have to bow out. This is what you have to do too. You just have to. You just have to eat it. You know, with uh, like look at Kevin Hart. Like Kevin Hart, all the times he was saying the 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 term. I don't want to say. The, obviously, I'm not gonna say the word, but uh. He was in past stand-up specials. He used a uh, a word vernacular for gay people. Uh, what else? He wouldn't do it, so he just came back and everything's fine. I think Vince has taken that approach. I think I think whoever's close to him is going, Vince, you got to do this. Let alone just a board of directors itself. You're going to be removed. You can be removed. Maybe not going to be, but can be. Uh, but for the public, for the public image of the company, you have to do this. I think there's no other play, and I and it's a shame. Uh, it's a shame it gets to this point. Sometimes, uh, listen. If it's a consensual relationship, if he's married to uh, Linda, if he's not married to Linda, whatever, who knows what goes on behind closed door? Whatever, whatever agreement Vince McMahon and his wife and John Laurinaitis and his wife, we all don't we know we don't know all that stuff. Okay, if there if there are. Uh, is if there is infidelity, I mean, you, if you remember in the mid two thousands, Vince was a part of that. There was a there was a small allegation about from the tanning bed, where he allegedly groped a worker at a gym or at a tanning salon or whatever the case is, and nothing came of that. Uh, but you know, other than that, Vince has kind of kept his nose clean, in the sense of that kind of stuff. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> um, but. You know, at the end of the day, you, you know, right now the, the the ship is rudderless. It can get good, Steph. So what I said originally to you was he's stepping down. What was the first thing I said? This is like Pat Patterson in the nineties. Yeah, with the young boys. Yeah, with with the with the with the the ring boy schedule where yeah. Oh, we 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 let go of Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson never left. No, he was because he was intricate. He was an intricate part of the of the operation. Of course. But on paper, he was he was he was fired. He was let go. If this happened now, though, he'd be fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of what the cancel culture. Cancel culture. Right. And just and listen, not using that as an example, but you know, whatever, I can't think of a better word to call the lynch mob that is fucking whatever. <laughs> um, I personally think so. Now, this is just my opinion, and we'll get to yours. My opinion is. There's no way Vince is going to go out on vacation and just fucking... Vince is dying on his horse. Vince is a guy... What are we talking about here? So now, we're talking about a consensual relationship, and he and this is hush money to, to keep her quiet about... Hypothetically speaking, he doesn't pay her, and then all of a sudden it comes out to, to, to the light that there was a relationship between Vince and this woman. Um, it's just as damaging yeah. to 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 a company. Yeah, it's just as damaging. I, I I'm not saying that Vince had no other choice. I, I I don't think that's true. Um, but you know what's 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 more damaging? What's the lesser of the evil? I I don't think it's this way because now it's it's too it's two pronged because now it's wow Vince you're you know you're you you're cheating on your wife you're married blah 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 whatever the relationship is. 
And also, now you're hiding the money. And that's a big responsibility if you if you were a publicly traded company. So, you know, my opinion is I think he's going to take the Pat Patterson role in the 90s. I think, yeah, he's stepping down on paper. I think with, with, with everything else going on, I think Vince is too hands-on to just cold turkey this. The first thing I thought of... Now, I'm always make, I always reference everything to sports because I'm a, I'm a junkie, right? If you're a football fan, uh, especially in the Northeast, you don't like the Dallas Cowboys, right? Nope. No one likes the Dallas America's team, my ass. Even, even as a Minnesota Vikings fan, and, and the Giants are a very close second, my favorite team, even as a kid, they're the reason why I, ro- I rooted for the Vikings because I, I loved Herschel Walker when he played for the Cowboys. And when he got traded to Minnesota, that was my in. You know it was the worst trade in football. My point being... Is their owner, Jerry Jones, very, very influential owner, has a lot of clout, has a, a, a he has an, a presence in the NFL. He's very active in all of the, the league stuff when, when it comes to owners and salaries and caps and, and whatnot and and the union shit. The one thing he also does, though, is he, he's too hands-on with his club, meaning he'll... He'll coach with the coach. Mm-hmm. He'll fucking he'll run with the coordinators. Like he'll, he, I, I've heard he's even called down plays, like fucking uh, like Steinbrenner used to do with with Billy Martin. Like you know, yeah. like start this guy, start that guy, right? Um, and now Vince being in his mid seventies, the only play for him now with this culture, with the way society is now. There's no t- there's no coming back from this, okay? Look at Bill Cosby, okay? Was beloved for 50, 60 years. He gets a, a, like a, accused multiple times of rape, right? They sent that dude to jail. Mm-hmm. He can come out and save a saint. He can save a nun. You know, he can he can he can fucking cure cancer. They're still gonna hate him. Yes, it's not apples to apples, but yes, it, it, right. So my, I, I'm I'm reaching. I know what you're saying. I'm reaching a little bit. I know what you're but saying. I'm that. reaching a little bit. My point is, I don't see him being as active as he was with this. I think something like this had to happen because all he does now is still get involved in the everyday operation when and when when he doesn't have to. Okay, he could have he could have walked away a decade ago. And they would have still been on top because of what they've done globally, okay? But you, but with the success of NXT and the performance, like the performance center now is just they're they're just fucking recycling kids. They're bringing they're bringing in athlete after athlete after athlete, and they're, and they're trying to build these people up. And then of course you had Triple H and 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 uh, William Regal cherry picking from the Indies and bringing guys in to smarten these other guys up. And girls, I don't want to put the girls out there. I don't want to keep the girls out of the conversation. You're going to get canceled. I'm going to get canceled. But this had to happen for him. I think he's going to step down. And I think, allegedly, what the dirt sheets are saying that he's still going to have a a say in creative control and creative. Um, He's, yeah. Yeah. So that's, so basically, he's, he's, so when, when it's talked about that he's stepped down, that's, you got to, once again, the the devil's in the details. 
Stephanie, she he's stepping down as the CEO of the company. This makes sense that she was going to step down, though. It's the timing is perfect. Yeah, she doesn't want to get hit with shrapnel, you know, and yeah. and maybe like you said, maybe after the investigation, she didn't know about this relationship, and she got fucking and she got railroaded by she this pu- by that, this news. That's and she's mad at her dad, but she, you know what? Listen, you yeah, gotta you, remember, you don't, you, you don't, you gotta remember, they're a family. Yeah, you know what I mean. This yeah. is not just. Uh, business and this where is, is Shane? Where is Shane in all this? Like, w- what's his role? Like, I know he 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 likes to come in, work, and then leave. Like, he's got yeah, he's got other he's got other interests. There's a story there though. When he left or whatever, yeah, I think, I think she, I, my opinion now this is it's been what six months. Maybe he knew. I, maybe they, maybe they knew six months ago. Well, what remember was, this happened in January, right? But but here's the thing. So whoa, now we're getting tinfoil hat, bro. Hold on, <laughs> you just unlocked something. <laughs> Because that's funny, because this all went down in January of 2022. Yes. He, and 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 that's how Shane's acting out, and, or whatever the case is. That's, listen, that's that's tinfoil hat area. I love it. But, truth be told, the timing, it's, it, it's, it's pure speculation, but it's, you cannot, how many coincidences need to follow through till you start following the trail? To me, at the end of the day, I, I don't... Looking at it on paper, if if the once again the the devil's in the details. If you read it, and obviously McDivitt's commented in saying that none of the monies that were were paid were through was from the WWE company. It was through Vince himself. That's that means something. But the but nonetheless, the board of directors has to investigate, and then they found a bunch of other stuff. Now it's funny that Johnny Ace. It, as of right now, still has a job. You know, uh, he's not stepped down. But, but once again, I think Vince is still going to have a hand in creative because how the fuck is he not? He's still breathing, like you said. But on paper, that's where this is where this is where it gets squirrely because on, I think he's still going to be, you know, king fucking king tut in that place. But you know, listen, you can step down. Like officially, and still be a figurehead. Of course, consultant. You could still be like he's never gonna his. This is his baby. This is he built this from the true. You but, know, but once again, I think you have to analyze him. Once again, now he's so fascinating. He's though, you so know? fascinating. Yeah, he he. You have to analyze this objectively. We are wrestling fans. We want what's best for the business. Yeah, right. Not. Not the, not the P and E, not the profits and loss mar- margins. The wrestling business, Correct. the wrestling history. Yeah, we don't Vince, care about the other shit. Vince cares about the other shit. Yeah. He cares about look what I've created. It's the idea. Uh, it's the idea of look at his business. I start like you said. He started it out of his own pocket. He started him and his wife. You know all this stuff, and that the story is just great. And now it came into this huge conglomerate. It's bigger than itself. It's it's it's. I don't want to say it's too big to fail because that's not true. But it's 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 so big now. It's so massive that wrestling is second to this. Uh, you know what I mean? You, WrestleMania si- uh, sells out because of WrestleMania, not because of WWE. Right. It's only cares about the 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 business side of it. 
sure he cares about the content and 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 the storylines because he has to keep the ball rolling. I think he he's trying to take care of a lot of masters, but I think at the end of the day, if if this company, which now was going to bring me to my last point, do do they sell? And if they do sell, because now the stock is kind of falling a little bit. It's, it's been a fucking massacre. Yeah. Out in it's it's there's blood falls flowing all over the streets. But somehow or another, before all this stuff happened, WWE was in the green, and that's and that is very important. And that this is showing you something. And when when I read that about Nick Khan, possibly and once again rumor rumor start, uh, he might have been part of the investigation, not himself, but maybe, shit, don't look at look over here, you know, helping it, because at the end of the day, if Vince before all this happened. If Vince were to die, say Tuesday, Nick Khan was inheriting the business. Not, not in, I shouldn't say inheriting. He was being the he was being the number one guy. Yeah, yeah. So now, who's to say that? Once again, conspiracy theory area. Nick Khan gets fucking wind of this possibly, and starts throwing his little hooks out there because it's just started with anonymous emails to the board of directors. We don't know any of the other board of directors. We know Nick Khan. That's Nick it. Khan you know, is you know a figurehead. Like you said, yeah. And Nick Khan is 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 somebody. So you ain't emailing Stephanie with this, right? I, 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 unless for whatever reason, you know, when you're in that situation, you know, you you hear about it all the time with women that are that are in relationship with husbands that don't know that they're married. They have to go. Clear their conscience to the their conscience to the to to the wife or whatever. Maybe it's one of those situations. Who the fuck knows? But maybe once again, it's business, and and we all know that it's 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 a fucking it's a head hunting game. Yeah. And if Nick Khan, look look what's going on in, in WWE these past two years. They just they they cut their roster in half. Once again, Nick Khan's coming in looking at it on paper. And they're making a lot of money. Yeah, but, but they're, they're making. But a they're lot probably of money. telling him to listen. In order to get to this, to this tier of finances, we have to cut this and. Of course. Cut, I mean, and look I mean what that, done. that's what big business does. We talked about that yeah. though. That's what big business always does. Yeah. The problem is though with with big businesses, it's like we don't know that Nabisco is doing this every other day or or Nestle this or is every day, every day in everyday life. The problem is. Because we're wrestling fans and everything's out in the fucking in the in the public eye with the with the internet and social media and and now with you know with this with this fucking culture, it it, it becomes uh, main stage. If I'll go back to you, sell. I'll go back to you with them selling the, the company. If 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 by some chance Stephanie is going to be in charge for the foreseeable future, I feel like she has an obligation. To make shit right with the product, even though they're making money, even though they're doing the, even though like they 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 have a, they have a shit show and they know they have a shit show, they know they have a shit show in terms of it's a fucking show about wrestling, not a wrestling show, yes. right? But I think with Triple H and her, with their vision, Triple H is a wrestling guy. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, he's a wrestling guy. NXT is is, is the is is the, is the, is the primary is the, is the is the reason. I feel like if if they if they do it, 
they got to do something with it before they sell it. Something significant in terms of the product. Not the finances. The finances, they, they still make money hand over foot. The, the finances are, for now, for the foreseeable future, their, their contract with Fox is up soon. Yeah, uh, we talked about that, though, and, that they may not renew it. And they, so for, for right now, their finances are in cement, you know, as, as much as they can be. Right. Um, they've always said it. Stephanie, I think Stephanie is the one that said it, where, you know, WWE is not for sale. But they'll listen. Of course. They'll listen. And once again, you're falling into this. You got to remember, at the end of the day, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, uh, Disney or NBC Universal. Actually, let's let's do NBC. NBC, no. Let's go back to Disney. Disney, because Disney has everything else. Disney wants to fucking own the world. Let's just they own, they own my, my childhood. Yeah. Um, Disney comes to WWE. And goes, because once again, this is just just pay attention to a few months ago with Elon Musk and Twitter. Right. Elon Musk offered, I forget what it was, fifty four dollars, fifty five dollars a share, and, and it turned out that I forget whatever the number was, but Twitter had a oblig had the obligation to almost, I, I forget how it it it, it became. I believe it's now pretty much in going to happen, but the the share price at the time was forty six dollars a share. So if you had whatever the case is, right? So basically, Elon Musk is offering f- almost ten dollars more a, a share, times that by X amount of dollars. You know all that stuff. You got all that money. The board of directors is going, guys. Uh, you know we don't want to sell. Right. We think Twitter's a great company, but uh, our hands are tied. Because right, right. I because we could put this to a vote. Now here's where it cut. Now this is where the board of directors come in. We could put this to a vote, and if if Phil Raya has fifty thousand shares at fucking eight dollars a share, and you're offering me ten dollars more than what I'm at right now, and times that by all that money, and you can look at it and go, well, stock can go down. Maybe I'll get my money out now. So you're gonna vote yes. I may vote no. Blah blah blah. Times that by X amount of things, you can have the the shareholders may vote to buy this to, to to take the fucking deal. This is exactly what can happen with WWE. That's why they've always left it open. At the end of the day, they have to answer to the shareholders. All right, and that's where we are right now. So let's just say, there's blood in the water. There's blood in the water right now in WWE. Disney can come in, go, listen. We'll take this business off your hands for a billion dollars. Or whatever the case, whatever the number is. So, I'll stick with Disney for a second. When Disney bought Marvel, they were practically bankrupt. Yep. They built the movie studio to save them, and it saved them, and then they sold it to Disney. Mm-hmm. That first 08 or 07, whatever it was. Um, the difference is, though, with Disney, that was Marvel... It autonomously. You know, it's not like uh, I'm giving you an inch of taking a yard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With Star Wars, now, here's the fucking thing, right? Lucas sold it for, like, I don't know how many billion dollars. Like, it was astronomical. The the, But Disney retained all of their people. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, Disney's like, oh, no, 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 we'll own it. 
but you're gonna still run it. Of course, right? And and and, and Lucas is like, there's there's still things that they can't do without his say. Yeah. Even though they own it, mm-hmm. right? So my my so my my joy in that is that you're gonna have Star Wars now forever. They're gonna tell stories, sequels, prequels. They're gonna have new characters and all sorts of shit. When you take a company that's already successful and they're not in the red, what's the what's the what's the division like? So another another entity comes in and buys WWE right now, right? What's the what's the end game? Are you gonna status is status quo? You're gonna just keep it going as is? Maybe find some maybe build your own network or do something else or or you know do something. But what's the what's the what's the the end goal with the shareholders? Having this 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 entity that's not in the red, they're they're making money. Making money. They're yes. making money. Yes. So like, what if you if you're Stephanie, you're like, I got the I I have I I've always wanted to do this. Like it's it's got to be like a thing, it's, man. It's but it but it's but you got to understand it's 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 an ongoing investigation. So now once again, it's true in everyday life when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, they can uncover some stuff. And they may not want to, they may not, and it's going to come to light. So, once again, you know, Stephanie may go, wow, this is some pretty damaging stuff. And like I said, this is beyond, like, it's funny because it's funny we're talking about this, where Stephanie, uh, during, what was it, during, was it during the 9-11 thing where she attributed the 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 9-11 fucking tragedy to... <laughs> To the U.S. government going against Vince, like you know, they, they yeah, she's yeah, trying to make yeah, that yeah. connection, and it's funny we're talking about this now, uh, um, but you know, at the end of the day, Vince, I, 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 I truly believe that Vince will do what's best for the business, not the wrestling business, the business. Yeah, because and he, I think that's what he built, and I think if he looks at it. Because at the end of the day, your stock the stock only went down three four percent today, which was like you know fucking two dollars three dollars a share. But that's two three dollars a share. Times that by a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know when you know what I mean. And it's once again you go back to this when you take the company public, it's at, Vince has the final say. Yes, but he could be voted out. Stephanie has final say. Right. She could be voted out. Right. That's the problem at hand. Yeah. And this is where it's, this is beyond our pay grade. Way beyond oh, our pay yeah, grade. Oh, yeah, of course. And once again, you got to try to look at it objectively. Objectively speaking, I, you know, this is, this is probably as, 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 uh, let's just say hypothetically, we found out about the transgression, the, 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 the relationship. I don't think it's as bad as as what we're dealing with right now. Like this is a this is a not. A, I wouldn't say that this is a shotgun wound <laughs> to the company in the belly in the belly of the company, but this is a solid this is a solid George St. Pierre kick. So, I'm gonna put the tin foil hat back on yes. to, to entertain you. Um, another one of my 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 foot my brain is rotted because of this because of everything in life, but. The 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 fact that these people with these these um this the board of directors were getting these quote unquote I'm using the air quotes I know Colin makes fun of me for that George Colin makes fun of people for doing that but yeah. I do it all the time 
uh, the if 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 these board of directors are getting quote unquote these anonymous emails, like something had to happen for this to leak, because she the the, the person in the person that in question in yeah. question is not the one leaking any of this. No, it's a friend of hers. It's a friend of hers. So, at what point? Um, because I know, like, this whole, with this culture, like, people don't come out right away and tell their tragedies because they don't want, they don't want to ruin their reputations and they don't want to ruin somebody else's life or their life, whatever. But he's 73, 76, 76 years old. Like, at this point, like, you know, if, if they can fucking execute publicly Bill Cosby, anybody is open game. Anybody at that at that at that level of of success is 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 fucking is um available yeah. to be headhunted. Okay, um, something had to happen within the ranks for this for these emails because I mean, listen, if this girl wanted this to to blow this up and pull like a Monica Lewinsky, you know what I'm saying, and was like a friend said to her, you need to come out with this shit. Yeah. And she didn't want to come out with it, but you know it it did it, it ruined her career, her political career. And then she went on to make handbags or whatever. But like, but you know, I don't know. Something had to happen. M- maybe people in 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 the inner circle of the family or the people, the shareholders or Nick Connor, maybe they're all sitting there going, you know what? I'm finally sick of fucking Vince's shit. I. I- Okay, I'm finally like I love him. He's amazing. He's done so much for this business. He's built this fucking empire. But the world's passed him. But by. the world is passing you by. Yeah. Like get the fuck on the train. Look what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. You got people. You have. I'm sorry. Talent. I should say. You have talent all over the globe, that is coming in and out of these places, and it's it, it's accessible. You're not the only one anymore, okay? But hit, but see, but see, and I don't mean to cut you off, but you're thinking small potatoes. Because only you're be, thinking small potatoes, right? I'm thinking small potatoes because I'm I'm do, I'm being the wrestling fan, yes. okay? I'm 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 playing devil's advocate, and I'm well, yes and no, I'm not because I, I want to believe that Stephanie and 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 fucking Triple H are they want to? I should say not they're going to. They want to. Right, some of the wrongs of the inner workings of the company. I see. This is where I'm going to respectfully disagree. Not, not the finances. I'm talking about the product. I un- yeah, and that's why I'm saying I'm going to okay. disagree. Okay, you have to understand something. You don't, you, you don't stick around for fucking fifty years, and not, and 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 not. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But this blueprint is constantly changing. I see. This is. I, I think it's going to be. Triple H, yes. I think you're right with Triple H. I think he is somebody who's learning the inner workings, obviously been been inside for a long time. He understands how to run a company. I think when he started NXT, I think when he started NXT, once again, tinfoil hat area, he started NXT, and that was on the side of his regular duties. That was a, that was a passion project, NXT. And it and it just caught fire. It caught fire. Why did it caught fire? Why did it catch because fire? Because it Jay? was good. 
because it was, it's what's going it was on by, in the world. It was by a wrestling Right, it's, guy. it's what's going on right but now he, in the but, fucking but, wrestling world. But here's the thing. It was, and it might, and, and it might have proved to have been too much for, for Triple H, possibly may, may not, but whatever. Um, it wasn't making money. It's, but it was. It wasn't. It w- every time they left the door, they they were touring. They were not making money. It, they, and especially come listen, listen ob- objectively speaking, on Wednesdays. But their gates weren't that big either. On the other that's side. the other. And then listen, then the pandemic happened. It's it's just it's just it's it's it wasn't just NXT that wasn't timing. drawing. No, NXT was drawing big on when in 2017, 2018. But they they were but at the end of the day they were plus there's there's plus signs and there's minus signs. There was a little bit more minus than there was plus. They were paying more and they weren't receiving enough. This is what I say about AEW. Once again, at the end of the day, it's plus and minuses. AEW uh, NXT had a lot more negatives than they did positives, and that was the problem. They weren't sustainable. The, the reason why they were afloat was because they're up, they're under the umbrella of WWE. That's why they were doing. And listen, it was it was it's it proved that Triple H can do it. The right. difference is now we're talking a different ball game. Once again, I agree with you. I think you, I think you're I think you've hit on something. In the sense of that, I think Nick Khan is looking to the crazy old man to his right going, I've had enough of your shit. I've heard these rumblings. I'm going to go find out some stuff. And whatever the case may be. Possibly. Listen, all speculation. Truth be told, though, if Nick Khan, if this was a way to get Nick Khan in, and, and this is his plan, Nick Khan is, does not care about the wrestling business. I will honestly say, at the end of the day, if it let's just say it's a shotgun wound to the stomach and it's fucking bleeding out, I think Stephanie McMahon will sell the company long before she tries to save it, storyline-wise. I think she will sell the company because at the end of it's it's just what the Joker said. People are perceived as the hero until they stay long enough to be the villain. Or whatever that, whatever that, That's exactly whatever it, yeah. that saying is. Yeah, yeah. Vince right now stay too long, and he's now a villain. I, I, you know, we 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 rank on him endlessly, endlessly, because of his decision. He's an easy target. As a fan, he's an easy target. But at the end of the day, he's the impetus of what we are here for. Of course, and we always gave him. Listen, I, oh, I, yeah, I we all, we here. we've always gave him that. Yeah, but at the end of the day. I think what will what will win is not the product; it's the business. And I think the business is. I I think I don't think it's in trouble. I think they can pull the nose up. I think what Vince is doing is the only play. Uh, but I think I think there can be there can be a sale. And I think I th- if you're if you're if you're a company that has a lot of capital. I think you make a call and you want to you want to because like you said, Disney bought bought Star Wars together. Said, let's take off the top, guys. You got you, you get autonomously. I, we don't care. You know what's going on with time and discover. Listen, you guys do whatever you got to do. You know, I, I think it can be done the same. But I, I would not be surprised at the end of the day that the McMahons walk off into the sunset. I think let's just say they take a sale. You can definitely see Triple H starting something 
down the road. But I think I think they, they, they go off into the sunset. I think it's I think it's I, I if this goes bad, that's what's gonna happen. I, I because you cannot chance once again, where this is beyond wrestling. I think this is through a corporate America. It has to be. When Wall when the Wall Street Journal Yes makes this top news and, for, and variety and yeah. Rob's like Rob was like it's a work. Nah, if this was TMZ, maybe if this was Meltzer, yeah, maybe. If if this is a work, Vince McMahon, we we always say Vince is a genius. Nah, he's, he's the he's, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't, nah, I can't this is, see it. Nah, this this I this had it would to, be awesome. This had to happen, you know. I feel like they if they're gonna if they're gonna do anything, um, even on on the on the on the ownership side, it's gonna. I mean. I just think it's hilarious how we always said that there's the only way to get this company out of Vince's dead, cold, dead hands to kill him. is to kill him, and they found another way to get it. Yeah, and who knows? I like this is, this is unbelievable. Like I'm, I'm checking the stock right now. It's it's only down three percent. You have a stock in it. I right? had. I sold. You it. had it. Okay. I sold it. I only, I only had a few stocks. I actually, if it if it buys down again, I may actually buy into it because you know, but because it's. This past month, like looking at it now, this past month, it's it's gone. It's it's low was around fifty seven, and the high was sixty eight. Last year at this time, it was it was hovering fifties, low fifties, high forties. It's gone up to almost seventy dollars a share. And in and, and a world, and remember, we're coming off COVID, all this stuff. Somehow or another, they stayed positive. They made the most amount of money in empty arenas. You in know, empty arenas, they they put they kept it going, and I think that's just I don't know. It's a, that's a credit to them, I guess. But but I think that and that has nothing. And we have and so far what we've talked about, whatever half hour, forty 50, minutes. No, fifty six minutes actually. Oh yeah, is not one storyline. That's the difference right now. Is yeah. that this is not story. And I don't know. I'd love. Uh, I would love to think that this is a work, like, it's, but it, it can't be. Nah, nah. It can't be because nah. this is beyond. This is beyond wrestling. This is beyond. Like wrestling. I said, bro, if if Bill Cosby can get fucking shot down, J- Jason, anybody. Jason Solomon said it the best. I'm going to try my best to say. Shout out to Jason Solomon, though. He said it the best. You know who's you know who's the happiest man to hear this story? Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get into AEW, I want to. Well, let's get into AEW. Um, that was the main. That was the first news that broke this week. Yeah, was him getting arrested and his fucking his blood alcohol level was three times past the the legal limit. Yeah. Question for you, because you know a little bit more of this than I do. Does the legal limit is it different in each state? Yeah. Okay. So he was he was in Florida. He was in Florida going, and he t- did you what did you watch the video? Yes. The TM, it's that's yeah. ah, it's uh, it, it it's heartbreaking and it you know it, it rang a few bells for me as well. But uh, you know you 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 see that and you just go and it was in the morning like that's just see here's the thing right and we've been we've been championing our heroes who have been on hard times. Please get help. Please do this. And we I've I've been asking Sonny this, you know. For for two years, like please get help, please do the right thing, please go get fucking, please take care of yourself. Jeff Hardy is not well. No. Okay. The pro and the thing is, and everybody and like I know Matt Hardy's wife is a fucking maniac, 
and she was on TikTok the other day. Apparently, there was something they, they were accused of something with him, and like they were like, "Why don't you help him?" and "Why didn't you notice this?" and she's like, "I'm you know." She's like, I don't, I can't speak for him. He's my brother-in-law. I can't, and she was right. I can't, right. she, I can't speak for him, and no, no one else should either. If what, you don't know him, what, what, what he does on his time, right? Is the prob the problem is he's a public figure. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a celebrity of of sorts, right? And he needs help. And the 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 messed up part about it is, is that he's not able. To get away from it, like he went on Austin's podcast. He's like, "I'm this. I'm that. I'm clean. I'm this. I'm that. I'm, I'm good now. I feel better about life and this, that, and the third. I'm healthier. I'm back." And then within a half a year, he's out of the company, and he's in with another company, and not even there too long. And it's well, they you said, know they said, and then like you look into, you know. It's funny you you hear the old timers talk about the business and they say how the business has changed today and like oh uh, the boys in the back are worried about playing video games and all this stuff and this is this is yeah the the Hardys when they came up in the Attitude Era they were the bridge between they then were. and now yeah and of course a lot of the young guys all the young guys were at that you, point you hear you hear the stories of Jericho like they had that story with Jericho and MVP. You know, and whether it's true or not true, whatever. doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's just whatever. But like Jericho, like you could see him drinking Grey Goose on on his social media. Listen, people have people have uh, they could tolerate alcohol, and some people can't tolerate alcohol. And at the end of the day, you know, if you're if you're an addict of any sort, uh, you know, you can try to have one. You could try to have two. It's a slippery slope. Some people can't try at all. Yeah, and 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 shouldn't because they'll get right back into and that. And it's and it's and listen, I you know I'll I'll be full disclosure. You know I I I seen it the other day with, with myself. I was we went camping and you know I was I was drinking during the day and next thing I know I I look and there's there's a fucking pile of beer cans in the can and I was like Jesus Christ I was I was and I, and but that was the first time you've done that in uh, yeah in yeah what, almost and, and, two uh, years. Uh, 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 a, Shit, little, a year and a half. Year and a half. You know, and but it but it shows you that wow, I took a year off drinking. Uh oh, I can I'll have two beers and I'll be fine. It's it's twelve beers later. It's it's old habit. Right. It's and old it's, hat. And it's and it's yeah. and it's and it's a shame and, and people have to really start understanding yeah. that. And the Sunnies, the Jeff Hardys, you know, um And you know and you know the link to all to these two? In real life, I've met them. And they're nice people. Yeah, like they're genuinely nice people. But it it all it's it's all about perception, right? Not, not, it's, well, I mean, no, it's self perception, self perception, right. self perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 it's it's about you don't at the end of the day, it's an, it's drinking, and this is just my experience. Drinking is ego ego driven thing, and it does it kills your ego. It, it doesn't boost you. People think it boosts you up. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It, it it really kind of, kind of just takes it takes a shot at you because it it, it it's there and you can I don't know it, I'm still formulating my thoughts on it, but there were stories about Jeff, you know, being incapacitated, you know, a, a handful of times. Uh, it was twice or three times I think in AEW. So people have seen him at, at the hotel, not not in the ring, you know, not not backstage, um, but just on his personal time. And 
you know, and I, I think it was Matt that said, Matt said that he, he didn't, oh, no, it was his wife that said that Matt didn't come back until he made sure Jeff got to his hotel room. You know, and then Jeff must have got to his hotel room and right. did his you thing. You can't, can't babysit somebody who's, you know what I'm saying? Who doesn't want it. Right, exactly. And you just feel for him and his family because his his kids are going to see this on, on the internet. They're going to see it on TV. They're going to see it on it's, on... it's it's LOL. It's Yeah, it's not It's not like it's back in the day where people can just brush us under the rug and be like, uh, you had that one person in your family. Oh, here he is. Here's Uncle Jay, yeah, the boozer. Yeah, you know you can't sweep you can't sweep Uncle Jay under the fucking carpet you, you no can't, more. Not in this, not in this, not in this day and age. You no, can't. No, you can't. And 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 especially, you know, I I, I watched. That I use your name. I didn't no, say no, no, you no. particularly. It's mean. just you watch that you watch that video. Ah, it's it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. But yeah, because we we like him. Yeah, and he's a and he's a, and he's a talent. Like say what you want about Sonny. You know what but I mean? But she's a good person. She's, like she's a good person. Yeah. But you know she can't fucking kick the demons, man. And, and like I said, at that point, like you, you, you kind of, you, you, you. It's funny how you root against Sonny. You're like, fuck her. You should put her in jail. But then you see Jeff Hardy, and and it's it's they're apples to apples, like I always say. And you, you know, like you look at Jeff, and you just go, Jeff, God damn it, man, just just. Just stop. You know what I mean? Like, and and get the help. And how many times has he got to go through it? No matter how many times you can go through it, it's it's a it's a daily thing. And you think you got it under control, but like I said, I'm telling you, yeah. I I noticed it the other day, and and I'm and I'm having like a real. This is just my personal stuff, but I remember like I was you know cooking all day, and next thing I know, I was like shit. I was like I fucking I, and it's I was fine. I, I'm not fine, but you know what I mean. Like it was old hat. Like you just it, and you it went, scared the shit out of it's, me because yeah because you know it's it's it scared the shit out right. of me right and I and I was like oh I don't even know so like and I, that was the last time I drank I equate this to mental health and you guys all know my plight but I um I was having a conversation with the, with a listener who's very close to us I'm not gonna na- yeah. name drop and uh, I gave advice and I love that I can give somebody advice about something that I know about. Because a lot of people just tell you what you want to hear, and I think this is what Jeff Hardy gets too. Like he gets he, he, people are in his ear and telling him what he wants to hear, and he's he's okay with it. Like you have friends, oh, you'll be all right, you'll be all right, you'll be this, you and you. We've all had yeah. that, right? We've you're gonna be all right. They don't know you. They don't know your struggle, right? I know a struggle, and I and I told the person I have good days where I could take the fucking world on. Then I have days where I can't even get out of bed. I'm crippled mentally, right? Mm-hmm. Um. If you don't have the right people around you, still, and you, if you're not strong enough, and you don't have the right people around you, you're never gonna be the person you need to be for yourself. And addicts do this all the time. Addicts will surround themselves with people who will just give in to them to their to their fucking to their, to their bullshit. You know, like my 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 dad was amazing. I love my father, but my dad always hung out with these jerk offs that would just just they would cater to his ego. They would get high with him, or they would fucking get, you know, they would do shit with him and do illegal shit and whatever. He never surrounded himself with good people, and he and the person that speaks to you most is yourself. And if you're not doing that for yourself, you forget about your family and your friends and your fucking career. If you're not doing it for yourself, you can't give anything to the people you love, or you can't give anything to your profession to your work. So now, his fans suffer. Yeah. His family suffers. Okay, 
his friends in the business who were friends with him, they suffer. Like, everybody who cares about pe- people like these suffer. So, uh, I just pray, and I'm not a big, I'm not a big spiritual guy either, but I pray to the point where I'll light my Jesus candle at the kitchen, I have a kitchen, I have a Hazel Crystal candle at the fucking, at the kitchen sink over there, yeah. right? I will light a candle, I will talk to my God and be like, listen man, shine a light on some of these people, because they're good people, they deserve a better way of life, and they can't fight this, because something happened to them in their lives, that they just, and they, and they gave into this, to this addiction that they can't fucking kick. Mm-hmm. It's going to kill them. Yeah. It will kill them. It killed my father. It killed my cousin. It killed my uncle. It killed a couple of my coworkers. You know what I'm saying? It just kills people that you love. Um and I just hope he, you know, fucking gets over it. Yeah, it's, you know, and <clears throat> it, that's it's it's a real shame because it, it's somebody like I said who's beloved and yeah. and and you know, Jake Roberts is 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 a perfect guy for this because you look at him and you, you just go, it's it's self worth, man. It's it's self perception, and and it's yeah, and it's at the end of the day, you can't live with yourself, and it's and it's and listen, this is just coming from from my perspective where I'm I'm on this journey myself. I'm I'm fucking brand new to it. You know what I mean? And like you, you look at that, and I I seen that video, and man, it, it fucking man, it. Stunned me. I still, I still think about it. And just go, wow. I, you know, and you know, and because it's a shame. It, it's a real freaking shame. And and hopefully, and like I said, this was supposed to be the last of, you know, this is supposed to be the last final run for the Hardy Boys. And like, once again, you know, it's a. So now let's go back into the business of it. Like this is Jeff being selfish in a sense because now he not only did he affect him but he affected the Matt story, Hardy. The stories the, they they they, were, they had a big ladder match. They had to cancel and yeah. Triple Mania. They were they were gonna have. Oh, that's right. For they were gonna Triple have, A. Yeah, Triple A. They were uh, not Triple Mania. They were gonna have a, 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 a and down in Triple A. They were gonna have a, a match down there. Probably with FTR or whatever. Cause they get FTR still the champs. And yeah, that that that's that's gonna. You know what I mean? And that affects Matt. And like I said, I mean, Matt's his brother, you know, and uh, Matt, I think he commented today that, he, you know, it's just, it's it's the usual stuff. He feels bad, you know, he See, eats this stuff. The big, the, the difference is like, you know, with like the problem is no one's calling him out on his bullshit. You made a phone call to me on a Sunday night and said, Phil, I did this, this, and this. And I said, okay. Are we going to do it again? No. Yeah. Are you going to be a jerk off? No. Okay. Then I'm still going to hold you to that and to that highest end because you're my brother. You're my friend. Yeah. You're, you're one of my closest friends. Um, I don't think he's getting that. People aren't being held accountable. He needs to be held accountable. He Maybe he needs to go to jail. Maybe he needs to go to a fucking uh, a rehab for six months to a year or whatever case, how long it takes, whatever the program, uh, yeah. the, how the programs run now. I don't know how detox runs now, but back in the day, it was like six months to a year sometimes. Yeah. Right? No one's being held accountable. Sonny, Sonny had a fucking terrible, she, she lost the love of her life. She got into fucking drugs. No one, everybody catered to her because she was fucking amazingly hot, okay? Uh... It took you three hours to download a picture when you first got AOL, <laughs> right? You know, suck at Cindy Margolis. Right. She was the most downloaded woman in '96. Even getting the Hall of Fame, she was taking loads to the face and porn with yeah. the ring on. You know, um, but 
no one's holding these people accountable. And that's important. If I love you wholeheartedly, whether you're a friend, whether you're a lover, whether you're a fucking relative, a coworker, if I love you, I'm going to hold you to a higher standard and be like, yo, I'm going to hold you accountable because I need you in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay? You have a family now. They're going to hold you accountable because you are a positive influence on their life. Yeah. Your girl, like the kids, you know what I'm saying? Like you have, you know, you have obligations now. Not that, that not, it's not a guilt trip, but you oh. have reasons not to fuck up it again, you know? People are, you know, I, I want to be a better person for my kid. I want to be a better person for my wife, for my husband. I want to be better. Then fucking do it. Yep. Don't tell me about it. Fucking do it. And it's the truth because, uh, like I said, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just a way of life. You know what I mean? You're, 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 you're come forth to a crossroads and you make a decision and you just go down to that road. I mean, it's just, it's how life goes. And like I said, maybe, maybe Jeff got to a place with his, with his life that he can go, ah, I can, I can have a few. And you can't because it's, you know, I, I remember talking to this guy once and he just old, uh, old timer and he's hilarious. Play golf with him a handful of times and sober, you know, I, I don't know how many years. And he just goes, he says, you know what the best feeling in the world is? He says, the best feeling in the world is being inside the bar, just getting off the phone with your Coke dealer and opening the beer and waiting for the Coke dealer. He says, it's the best feeling in the world. He says, you know why I don't drink anymore? Because I'm going to have a beer, and then... I'm going to want Coke. I'm going to want Coke. Exactly. And he's like, nothing's going to stop me. He says, nothing. A car? Don't care. I'm, nothing's going to stop me. He doesn't care. He does not care. And he's like... And he's he, not and, and he says, And he says the, the alcohol is the... The liquid the, courage. The, the, not even so much it's, that. It's, it's, it's the disconnect. Yes. It'll disconnect him from reality yep. and be like, okay, I'm going to get what I want, but, and the beer's going to help me yeah. get... Get to that point. He said, Correct. And, and it's so funny because it made me it made me think of that like so many times where it's just like, yeah, how many that that really is? I, I I've never done coke, but I'm no, just but saying, no, but that's putting a, myself in that situation. Exactly, but you know what? Listen, just at the end of the day, accountability is everything. Yeah, everything in life. You know, I I, I think I think he's, I, I I think you you you're you're right about it. He's. He thinks he's holding himself accountable, but he's not. He's not. Because he's, cause, cause he's doing it still. Still. I mean, Matt Hardy went through that fucking terrible time in the 2000s where it was oh like. Oh, my God. Like, both of them. It was just, like, unbelievable. And, you know, you hear the stories that he was swerving all over the road, and, and, and they, they, they got the cops called on him, and, and he had a suspended license. So how was he driving a rent-a-car first? I mean, that's another fucking story. You know what I mean? That's. He that, didn't get it with his suspended license. Exactly. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, so to me, excuse me, there's another way around it, but, um, you know, it's it's sad. And hopefully, like I said, hopefully he goes through this stuff. And, you know, if it takes six months, if it takes a year, like I said, Jeff was beat up. Let's call it what it was. He was beat up. Hopefully when we seen him where he, we was like, wow, that doesn't look like Jeff Hardy. Maybe he was just beat up. Maybe that was uh, signs of the alcohol or whatever the case is, you know. Um, but hopefully he finds the help that he gets, he, he needs, and and we could see him back on TV. I, I mean, that's the best that we could say. I just want him to be better. Yeah. Be better for him, better for his family. Yeah. And then better for us. Yeah. We're the last resort. Yeah. All right, EC, uh, AEW real quick. Um, 
good card this week. I enjoyed it very much so. Ortiz against Jericho for the um This was this was done beautifully. Hair versus hair. This is was what they, what were they calling this? The Road Rager? Road was, Rager. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um yeah, so we knew we knew Jericho wasn't getting his hair cut. Just we wanted to know. I'm su- how, I'm surprised he didn't get his no, hair cut. No, I'm not surprised. I there, am. There's no way. And and Cornette actually convinced me that I'm that that I was right. Yeah. Cornette was like, There's no way they're gonna have him have it get his hair cut. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. Well, because because Ortiz is supposed to be the baby face in this ordeal. Right. But, you know, there's Eddie Kingston gets involved and all of a sudden uh Fuego del Sol comes down and helps Jericho and I'm like, Who the fuck is that? So this guy who who won one match in three years? Yeah. But it was Sammy Guevara dressed up as it was as, perfect. As per, yeah. And then on top of that, everybody gets there's a there's a there's a you know, a fist of cuffs, everybody's fighting. And who comes out of the fucking audience to help Jericho? The fucking Suzuki goon. Yeah. Who would have thought? And on on the on the in storyline, on the authority of Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> Jericho is the only guy he didn't fight in the States. It makes sense. So that's gonna be interesting. Sets up fucking uh sets up the pay per view really good next week, right? And uh, they announced blood and guts, and that we, we knew that was going to happen for the cage match. Yeah. So. And and and, and the way I'm, I'm telling you, it was done perfectly. The idea of shoving away the fucking barber, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to cut my own hair. And, yeah. And Kingston on 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 the on the mic. Oh, it was. It nah, was, he's he's. It the, was done perfectly. If MJF is the best p- promo on 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 the stick right now in the business. Eddie Kingston is a very, very close second. Yeah, absolutely. And Without they both work for the same company. Without a doubt. Uh, Wardlow beating up security. I loved it. Yeah, the plaintiffs. Uh, the plaintiffs, yeah. yeah. How he, many power bombs can you see in a match, though? He's a star. Uh, he's a star. It's Batista 2.0. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, and then how about... <laughs> Ward Leviathan. It did. That sounded a lot better in my head. Dude. <laughs> I made I made a I made a reference that that um Will Ospreay was the the one of probably the best wrestler right now in the business in terms of skills. Um, of course, he's a wrestler in the states very often because no and no one gives a shit. But guess what? He did. He wrestled fucking one one of FTR Dax Harwood. Yeah, and it was fantastic. But how about like you said, if 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 I I agree with you by the way, Osprey is definitely he's so fucking good. He's man. the it's, Omega it's of two thousand eight. Correct. Correct. But, Correct. But I will and. And but Dax Hallwood, what a fucking twenty twenty two he's having, huh? Yeah. Huh? CM Punk, he wrestled. He wrestled Cash Wheeler in one of the greatest matches. Bret Hart in his corner, won the ROH tag tag bouts against the Briscoes, and he fights Will Ospreay. What a fucking six months this dude's having, huh? Yeah, I I I love F- FTR without a doubt. Them the Briscoes, my favorite team. The right only now. thing that needs to happen this year, Cornette needs to come in and manage him at AEW. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because he fucking hates everything. Now. But that's a Hail Mary. Fuck him. Uh, John Moxley is, meets Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah. And Moxley, another guy good on the stick, and I have to give him his props, and I don't like him, but he's like, yo, they call you the ace of New Japan? The ace here. <laughs> and listen, Tanahashi, for me, is the John Cena of New Japan. Yeah. He is everything, okay? He's done everything. Everything he's won the G one three times. Mm-hmm. He's fucking won the championship multiple times. U S champion, I C champion. Uh, there's nothing else he can do wrong. 
him and Moxley are gonna have a, a good match. Yeah. Jericho comes out and is like, "No, I I beat I beat Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom, and this is bullshit. Whatever, whatever." And that turned into a fucking uh, a hoopla. With, yeah. Right. Melee. Uh, Miro versus Ethan Page. Oh, good match. Good match. How about them repackaging Miro? Huh. Fucking finally. And you and you've been saying this for a hot fucking minute. Fucking finally. You choppy. A lot of guys have been advocating Give for Miro. Give this guy. Give this guy the ball. This guy has been on your bench for two years. Give this guy the ball. Yeah, and, and this one fucking came work. out. I'm yeah. sorry, this one's not not during the other match, but yeah, yeah. Okay. but good. But um, give this guy the ball. Miro needs to come. He needs to win this belt. All Atlantic. I'm all in on this belt, by the way. Beautiful. I I I kind of I one I like the design. We're getting a little belt diluted. And, uh, and, I and, said that already. But, but. You also have a lot of fucking people here. Again, and I, I'll say this again. I'm going to keep fucking repeating myself. Make it work. Yeah. Okay? You have two shows. Forget about forget about YouTube and Doc and your sister, whatever. I don't give a shit. You have Rampage and you have fucking, uh, what's your, um, th- um, uh, Rampage. Elevation. And, uh, no, no, Rampage and, and, and um, Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite. Okay? That's your, that's your, t- that's your TV shows, Okay? You want to have seven belts? Get them all on fucking TV, and make it work. Don't be, don't be, don't be a jerk off about it. Uh, fifty fifty booking. All right, Dixie Con, mm-hmm. Tony Storm and Britt Baker. How about this match? Did you see Great this? Match. Great match. Right. I don't listen. Tony Storm, and then I, I didn't. I read what she would, what she said on Jericho's podcast. I didn't listen to it, but I read it, and. You know, man, I, I you got you got to give her a lot of credit. She does a mean fucking DDT too, oh, yeah. huh? She she she's young. She I I, you know, I think she's younger than me, and she's young and and she knows what she wants. She's like she she wasn't gonna stay in the E because I'm not happy here. I'm not gonna be. happy. She wasn't here. gonna get her no her her shake. And no. she, is she even if she stayed in, I think even if she stayed in Europe in the UK, uh. NXT. She, she wasn't, had to come stateside because they were too, they were overloading the women's division in in Europe. Yeah, and then bringing them over. But she wasn't gonna. They wasn't. She wasn't gonna cut the mustard. But I think AEW's a better fit for her, and I think this is this is a good start. Like you know, she have a little have a little you know feud with with uh, Britt Baker. Uh, I like it. I I think this match was excellent. It was a perfect showcase for her. Britt Baker is. By the way, I'm slowly becoming a big Britt Baker fan because. I think she is like how you feel about Cole is how I feel about Britt Baker. Speaking of Adam Cole, he uh, Paige cuts a promo. He was supposed to fight Okada at the pay per view. Yep. Okada, Okada loses to Jay White. Unbelievable. Bullet Club is back. Yeah. Bullet Club is in effect. Jay White it cut a scathing, insane promo in Japan. Yes. But then cuts a pro- well. Now he's t- now he's now. Hangman cuts the promo. Adam Cole comes out. I should be fighting the champion. Da 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 da. And all of a sudden, Jay White comes out and yeah. and, and gives the switchblade to 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 um, to uh, Hangman and says, "I'm the catalyst. Yeah. I'm the champ. I decide who I fight at the pay per view. I'm not fighting you, and I ain't fighting you either. And that's his boy. Yeah. I was like, oh. And I know we we did in our in our inner circle. Hashtag fuck Jay White. I can't. You can't. He. Not even thirty years old yet, and I and I told Rob this even before he got blown off by Jay White. <laughs> I said they're gonna put something into him, and they did. And they re they soon as the gates opened to Japan, like when they started letting people back in, 
But what about but that but that promo? I'm telling at, you, at, in Japan, yeah, where he goes, I'm the reason why you saw the AW. I'm the reason. I and that and Kenny and and all the Bucks, perfect. Yeah, all of a sudden, I I because I, I I sought out that when I heard that he won, I was like, oh, I gotta see this. <laughs> I saw it out. And I I seen that promo and I fucking that's perfect. And this is what we about. right the idea champion of a went from company to company and leaving a trail of destruction. Right. And I think Jay White is a start. I don't think uh, you know. Listen, the thing with New Japan is they'll tell you a story and make you forget. Sometimes you forget about the players, but the story's always there. Yeah. They'll bring guys back into the fold, or they'll put somebody in a tag match. Look what they did with Carl Anderson. Yeah, but and and now and now Tamatanga is the is the face. It's a bit, it's a baby. It's face. insane. He, I'm telling you, he's gonna go far in the G1. Yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna win it. This I time. wanted him to win it. Yeah, because I'm telling you right now, he he's gonna be world champion. Yeah, he's gonna be the one that he's gonna be the one that takes down Bullet Club. And it's smart of him. I, I mean, I know we're pivoting to New Japan. No, 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 but but I but. It's smart of him to go babyface because yeah. because as a heel he may not have he may not have ascended. he plateaued yes he plateaued one hundred percent and he could see it that's smart so and he was smart. getting labeled as a tag uh, even though Tangaloa can be good by himself yes and there's there's history there too with the with the some, with the lineage with yep. you know with his brother and his cousins and all that but dude it's perfect um, because the Hardys weren't wrestling. The t- the um, tag title match became a just a two team, and it was and it was kind of you you could see it. Oh, we knew Christian, but this one go because Jung- uh, yeah. Jungle Boy has been throwing him looks every promo. Like, what are you talking about? And yeah. the, this is going on for like three weeks. I'm like, I thought he was gonna turn around at the pay per view. Yeah, and he didn't. And I told Hammer, I'm like, it's gonna happen. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, hundred percent. And finally, Christian turned on yeah. on, on on Jurassic Express. Young Bucks once again tag team champions. I'm not mad at that. No. They had a pivot. They had a pivot away from the Hardys. You know. Obvious reasons, and like I said, put the belts on them. But hello, FTR, you're yeah. right around the corner. Yeah, now you, now now the Bucks put the fucking belts on FTR. Yeah, now the Bucks have no excuse, and they're gonna be that. They're gonna be that team now. Yeah, that's gonna transition other teams. Yeah, they're at the point in their careers where they don't need the tag titles. They don't need it. Not at all. And, and listen, and they're still putting. They're still young. They're still putting on great fucking. Yeah, matches. They're, 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 they're dude, a good that team. tag match was 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 amazing. Yeah, it was I, everything it needed to be. I agree. If I anything, agree. the Hardys might have taken away from it. <laughs> if you if you really kind of look I, at I'm, it, I'm I'm I, no disrespect with the Hardys. I mean, I love I them. Want, no. I know everybody's not. I am. I because there's so many teams. You yeah. got Swerve and, and Keith Lee. You got fucking. You got the the Death Triangle. But you got the 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 Malachi Black's crew. I love Brody. But I but why not? What Matt Hardy said on I, I forget where, but why not have. Hardy Boys hold hold belts in the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. Four decades. Yeah, well, you know what? How about this? How about the, the Hardys come back, they drop, the Bucks drop to them, and FTR beats up on them. That's it. I'm happy with that. Either way, either way, it's got to be FTR with the belts eventually, by the year's end. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Um, but before we go to break, New Japan is doing a show tomorrow in, in Philly. I wish I could go. Um, uh, new, uh, uh, and was it New Japan Strong or something? It's in the arena, yeah. It's going to be dope. Uh, where is it? I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, this is going to be um, Collision, and it's in, the, it's, in, it's in the ECW arena. 
uh, Coughlin, DKC, and Kevin Knight versus Kratos, Royce Isaacs, and Jarrell Nelson. Sirius versus uh, Davari. Uh, Brody King versus Jake Pack, correct? Jake something's on it. Right. Yes. And your main event, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Versus Chris Dickinson. Oh fucking yeah. That's our boy, Staten Island's own. I know Chris is going through some shit right now with his, his own fucking uh, canceled oh, allegations. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thinking about you, and if you if you didn't do it, we're, we're, think, we're rooting for you. So, All right, let's take, listen, hour and a half on fucking Vince McMahon and AEW. <laughs> Yo, but, li- but listen, I mean, at the end of the day. This is your fault, though. <laughs> Because I don't think I'm I'm pretty straightforward. I have I have tunnel vision when it comes to certain things. No, not you. No, not you. And you find after fucking two years, you finally rubbed off on me well, because, because I'm like because it's because it's at the end of the day. Because once again, I don't know. I'm at a place in my life where where objectivity is obsolete. Yeah, because nobody could be objective anymore. And this is this is that should be some objectivity is obsolete. I like that, by the way. I think that's the name. That's the name of the episode. Because, but this is the but this is the point. Is the idea is we have you have to remove the emotion out of the situation. At the end of the day, going back to Vince, I'm 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 telling you, I haven't watched SmackDown live, in God knows how long. Right. I watch. I I tape it and then I watch it. A lot of fast forwarding. I'm watching tonight. Once I, I am yeah. so, I am so peaked. Yeah, so I am watched I. the ratings. So now I know we always we, we we don't really like ratings, but watch the ratings because it's gonna they they're gonna fucking blow up tonight. Once I stop putting too much emotion into these into these stories into these news uh, p- clippings, then maybe I will jump on your bandwagon once more more than I usually do. But but you look at this and this is arguably. I mean, this is. Let's let's put this into perspective really quick, and we and we'll put a bow on it. This is the biggest story in twenty years, since since Vince buying WCW. I think that was the biggest story in wrestling, pro wrestling. I mean, yeah, you know, Punk leaving in fourteen, that was pretty big, you know. But this is this is massive. And this is this is like I said to me, it's not. This is not a storyline thing. This is a, a, an outside the business type thing. And I don't know, man. I think this is this isn't over yet. And I'm I'm so so interested in what's gonna go on. You know, yeah, me too. If you're into stocks, any of the stocks options or whatever, buy buy. I was on buy that. high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we ought to turn buckle throwbacks live on the ramp, and then we're live to tape. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Plug our friends, and we have a cool throwback for you. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media 
and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. When it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. We're still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by some politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired, tired of mob mentality when all you want is your son mind? That's where we this is just down. We are a weekly anti-PC and current event news without any spin. If you want to check anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about? Since 2013, the Met Falls and our Kenya VHS where the 80s heard of WLStudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. New F and Joe, Jerry Lynn, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass choppy. We're back. We're live on the rant. We're live to tape. A lot of good stuff going on tonight. Like I said, SmackDown is 8 o'clock, obviously. And then, of course, immediately after that, I'm sure the conversation is going to get hot and heavy. Yeah. Because Double A hasn't been on a couple of weeks. I know Tony C. A surfer actually texted me the other day uh, randomly. So he's excited about getting back on the air, too, I think. Um, and like I said, you may have a running by one of us. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying it's. You know, I could. It could be, you're not saying tune in, but you might. You might want to tune in regardless. Don't, don't miss out. Yeah, don't miss out because even if uh, one of us don't show up, you know, you you're still getting your uh, your a Friday night delight. Finally, it, that that should be term record throwbacks. We know we do it on Friday <laughs> nights, but but we, you know, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're they're back tonight. Please check them out regardless. And there may be a run, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's true or not, but I, that's what I'm hearing. It's what the 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 fucking the gimmicks are. Um, I think we're ready, Jay, for our throwback of the week. Let's do it. And now here is your throwback of the week, sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. Dun, 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 dun. So we decided 
late last year um, because there's some anniversaries come 2022. Um, 30th anniversary of SummerSlam, which will be our anniversary show, yeah. which we have to still announce a date. Hold on, I have to because I know Kay. you're. I know you're a Mets fan, but you gotta see this. Oh boy! I imagine Vince McMahon saying he's stepping away as CEO. Got yeah. <laughs> Bobby Valentine got ejected from a Mets game and came back in disguise. Yeah. So we decided that um we're gonna NWA's version of TNA Total Nonstop Action. Um, Jay had. Purchased a membership for the for the for the app, yeah. And um, we decided that we knew we to do it. We wanted to catch up, and it's actually I think this Sunday or Monday is the anniversary. No, Sunday is the anniversary of uh, the very first show. Nineteenth, yeah, yeah. June nineteenth, June nineteenth. By the way, happy Fall's Day, to everybody. Just on on um yes, on absolutely. Uh, yeah. So. And I remember it vividly because I would year into my with, with a girl. We had assumed after her brother had moved out of the apartment, a living room, so to speak, right? And uh, I took a, I had a cable box, hot box, yes, right, from Queens. I, I, it was my mother's cable account, but I didn't give a shit. I took the fucking box with me, and it, it, my my dad's friend chipped it for me, put a chip in it, so I had we called it Phil Preview. Just get all the pay-per-views and whatever. <laughs> um, so when TNA announced that they were going to be doing this, this weekly $10 pay-per-view thing, I was like, wait a minute. What the hell is going on? Like, can this be a thing? You have to understand something, too. In 2002, ECW was no longer a thing. Mm-hmm. WCW was gone, okay? So... And the internet was still new in terms of wrestling. We had the message boards and we had the fucking the gimmicks, but uh, you know, it, it was it wasn't two thousand three. It was two thousand two, right? Two thousand two, right? Yep. And uh, it was fucking. It was insane. It was insane. Um, you you got to. I'm going to try to give a brief uh, summary of. Of what happened. So, obviously, Vince McMahon comes in, buys WCW in 01, March of 01. Uh, publicly, he publicly fires Jeff Jarrett, which is fucking hilarious. Um, and Jeff has said on his podcast, which uh, his podcast is very good, by the way. Listen, listen to how he watched. It's re- it's really grassroots. He started with his with his dad, and he originally thought when he got fired that he thought it was with, with McMahon. He's just like, oh, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna have to make uh, an angle. Meanwhile, Vince was being yeah, <laughs> he was being very truthful. Um, so, you know, Jeff ends up going on to Australia for, I think it's W. Hogan and. And he, flair or no, that was that was years later. Okay, he goes with the World Wrestling All Stars, maybe WWA World Wrestling All Stars. Okay, and there's a bunch of names: the 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 Bagwells, the you know, God, I, 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 there's a bunch of names. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna no, be no, no, I did no. But stick he to meets it. he meets he meets a promoter from from the states and who who's harboring the deal and. They just start getting to talking. You know, TNA, you watch it, stops. Said face value, aligning themselves with the National Wrestling Alliance, who at this point was not, was basically still an entity at this point, but they weren't really. 
they, doing, they, they were they had their they had their hand in, in different indie promotions. Yeah, they had, they had in Hollywood. They had the one in they had uh, Tri-State. They had they had a bunch of little little fed. They even had ECW for a little while. Yeah, in ninety four. In ninety four, then, then that broke off. ECWA was part of the it was part of the NWA, and then, and then WWF, you know, brought in. You know NWA, the belts. You know Dan Severn was the was the was the champ at the time. He brought yeah. in the tech. You know and tried something there. And you know it's NWA was holding on to the lineage. Was there yeah. much? Was there much value in it? No. But it was smart of Jeff to to use the name because it's hey, a name. It's hey, the, why not? Listen, it's the ten pounds of gold. It's the sweet Charlotte. Yeah, I've held it. It is the oldest recognized. Title in pro wrestling, yeah, and you know it was very smart of him. And like I said, he pulled out, he pulled out all the stops. He had, he brought in all the all the names that he can bring in. You know, Scott Hall being arguably the biggest at the time. That yeah, he's yeah, bringing in next to Jeff, of course. Right. Um, and you know, Shamrock, I think is is a close, you know, close second, maybe close third. Um, but he his. As he, as he says it, his main his main thought was to was to show the show the X division that to show the stars of tomorrow. Yeah, and he knew he knew what he had in in AJ Styles. It, there's 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 no doubt in that, and you could see you could see that from pretty much from Jump Street, and but he was very smart the way that he did it. Now that being said, once a week. Pay per view, you know, it was only ten dollars. It was even ten dollars for the seats. Yeah, in the arenas. Yeah, but here, I, I, I listen. There was a lot of people there, but they were, they, but you know, there was at the Nashville Fairgrounds. It was well. This one was. Oh Hunts, no, no. Uh, this is Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Huntsville yeah. The the birthplace of beautiful Bobby. Rest yeah. in peace. Uh, that's in right, the in the Von Braun Arena. Yeah, and you know, supposedly they were they were they were trying to paper the event and 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 bring a lot of people in, which. They went that weekend. They went to you know the they had uh, the 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 race there, and they were handing out NASCAR. tickets. Yeah. yeah, they were handing out tickets there. They had Hermie Sattler and uh, oh, who was the other? Was it not Mark Martin? Uh, oh, I can't think of Sterling name. Martin. Sterling Martin. Yeah. Um, they had they had them there, and uh, you NASCAR guy? No, my dad is. But I watch it. I I'll watch it. You know, casually. Yeah, I I don't follow it. But uh, I've been to two races. Oh, I would go. I would. I have a buddy who's all about it. It's fun. He goes. You know, it's and, it's and a long day, but it's fun. And you know, but listen, at the end of the day, from what Jeff, like you, you're, it's such a smart thing to go because he had the idea of just being alongside. He was an alternative. That's how it was. That's how it was. He was always brought it about, and and I think he he succeeded at that. But how sustainable can you be? You know. Filming a pay per view, and it's uh, you know I think it was live. I think they were pretty much shot live. Yeah, because this one, it, it, there's a funny backstory with it where they they bring out the legends at first, which is yes, which is bizarre. Yeah, Ricky Steamboat, uh, Holly Race, Race, Dory Funk Jr., um, Jackie Fargo, Jackie the fabulous Fargo. one, Jackie Fargo, Jackie Fargo with the strut. Now, who's actually a mentor of Jeff Jarrett's. Yeah. Now, the backstory to that is that wasn't supposed to be the first match. That wasn't supposed to be the first thing you see. The match, they had a dark match before that with this big 
cheeks. Yeah. Cheeks Bro- it broke Frank- the ring. Yeah, it broke the ring, yeah. So you could see the ropes a little floppy, and you could see everybody working on the ring. Yeah, it was two. It was actually two dark matches. Yeah. yeah. But Cheeks broke the ring, uh, and Apollo from Puerto Rico yeah. fought uh, beat David Young. Yeah. Who you'll see in the next in episode two, and, which we'll cover. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Jeff tells it where, he, he, you know, the original plan is that that was going to be the first match was going to be the X Division guys coming out. And listen, that's marketing. That's 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 a genius viewpoint to have. Yeah, well, but the first match was the showcase to all the tri- all the triple uh, uh, X Division guys. Yeah. And like I said, and, you know, you had Jerry Lynn in there. And yeah, it was Jerry Lynn, AJ Styles and Brooklyn's own low key. Yep. Taking on the Flying Elvises, <laughs> which was Jorge Estrada, uh, Sonny Siaki, who had a big role in this. Yeah. Coming. And Jimmy Yang Wang. And Jimmy Yang Wang, or man. Wang Yang. Yang, Wang Yang. whatever it was. Yeah. So they, and it was six minutes of what you see now yeah. in, in these, you know, cruiserweight fucking, you know. And it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's what WCW, well, I guess you could trace it all the way back to ECW. It's what ECW started stateside. WCW stole, and I don't want to say perfected, but just showcased Well, look, at Paulie did it, though. Paulie yeah. brought in the Luchadors, and it was like... And, th- and then all of a sudden, Eric Bischoff gets in bed with Conan. I'm like, after, after Conan did it... Conan did it with 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 Paulie first. Yeah. So. And But, you know, TNA, very much so... Like I said, they had the names. They had to bring in these big names to, to kind of keep it afloat. But the undercard was always good here, and this and this is yeah. this is this is proof positive of it. I mean, when you you know you look at some of these names, and one of these guys in 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 there is a uh, right now the current NWA heavyweight champion. By the way, yeah, yeah, right there. So how about uh, go figure? So, all right. So the first match, like I said, the Flying Elvises, Jorge Estrada, Sonny Siaki, and Jimmy. Yang Wang versus uh, AJ Styles, a very young AJ Styles, Jerry Lynn and Loki. Six minutes. Uh, all the guys got their spots in. It was good. Um, they showcased the uh, can we call them? We can't call them midgets, right? We can't call them midgets. I just little, did. Little people, dwarfs. So, so anyway, Teo yeah. fought Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, I listen. Jeff, you know, Jeff says it. He goes, "It's it's the idea. It's it's old school wrestling. You know, it's the old posters where you would have the matches, and then you would say, oh, there's women and there's midgets as well. Like, you know, it's just it's variety. Yeah. And but these guys worked. I I, I mean, call it what you want, you know. But thank God the match was short. <laughs> oh, look at you! <laughs> ding ding Pun ding intended. ding ding ding. Uh, the Johnsons, who were the Shane bro- Shane twins, Shane twins, Richard Johnson and Rod Johnson, managed by Mortimer Plumtree. Yeah, what a promo by Mortimer, by the way. Though yeah, he was pretty good. That, that was guy. a pretty good promo. I liked him against uh, Psychosis with no mask. Yep, and the Tennessee Cowboy. How about that, James Storm? You ever think you'd ever see James Storm and Psychosis teaming together? No. I tell you, and James Storm came out shooting them pistols. Yeah, he had the gimmick, uh, the gimmick pistols that the uh, shot blanks, and all oh, the crowd loved it. I just don't understand, like the Johnsons, like you're just coming out dressed like dicks, like you know. And it's supposed to be Dick and Rod. Yeah, it's supposed to be you Dick know Dick and Rod. You know, it's like like Mortimer is his, are their like boss, and like they do what I tell them to do. Like, yeah, I saw that promo. But like, come on, man! Like it's just. That's got Russo written all over it, if you ask me my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. Can we before we get into any other matches, can we get into the um the, the announcing team? Oh my god. So you have uh the Mike Tanay is the is the is the main 
commentator. Mm-hmm. He's the go-to guy, the, the lead guy, the play-by-play. Yep. Color commentary is done by none other than Don West. B. Dalen. Yep. Don West can sell salt to a slug. Without a doubt. No matter how bad you thought he was on commentary, he he lived it, he represented, and he put his fucking heart and soul into that. Yep. Then there's the other guy. Ed Ferraro. Ed his, fucking, his fucking dress. Ed Ferraro looking like a fucking, he looked like a, a roadie for, for corn. Yeah. That new rock fuck. He had the fucking braids, the corn rolls and whatever. And the, it is 2002. I so. know, but like, it's 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 not. he's not a young dude. Yeah, like like, when, like, like like midlife crisis type of shit he was doing, you know. Like when Road Dog did it, different. It was it was cool. But Road Dog was also in his twenties or whatever yeah. it was. Like this guy's in his fucking forties and he's looking like a, like he's trying to pick up young chicks at a club. Yeah. What a fuck! Like like he's selling ecstasy. Like he looks like an ecstasy dealer. He looks like the dude who <laughs> who is the bad guy, um, in True Romance. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Played that fucking thug with the corn rolls and the, and, the, and the gold tooth. That was Ed Ferrara. Ed Ferrara is fucking terrible on the stick. Behind the scenes, he's really good. But uh-huh. he was... I found somebody who I don't like more than Excalibur. It's Ed Ferrara. It's, it's Ed Ferrara. Yeah, 100%. There you go. How about that? There you go. There you go, Excalibur. See? So shut up, Excalibur. <laughs> There's somebody worse than you. Yeah. Okay. Um, your next match, the dupes. Bo Dupe and Stan Dupe. Who, How about... How about, about that NW that future NWA champion in there? Who's current? He just won it actually. Yep, he just won it back. He just won it back. Trevor Murdoch, with their with their manager fluffed up. Oh my god, she's cute, huh? She was very cute against Christian York and Joey Matthews, a, a team that a very established team uh, at this time, especially they they started in, in ECW while they were sinking, uh, you know, sinking below the water. Yep, yep. They had a small run in ROH at this time, and um. You know, and then TNA, they they, they did very good in, in, in TNA, and uh, perfect I, spot for them. I tell you, I I think I did the math. I think I think Trevor Murdoch was twenty one here. Yeah, and trained by Handsome Holly Race That's himself. Right. That's right. And uh, you know, you could see it. I, I mean, the Dups, it's you know, the once again. Kind of got Russo written on it a little bit, you know what I mean? Where it's like he's kind of poking, poking fun at yeah, of course, at everybody. But you know, I, I don't know. It's it, it it's a way to get people on TV. Once again, it's the idea of it's a variety. Yeah, you know, and you know, did it did everything hit? No, but no, but it was. I mean, you got young teams. Starting out, looking to get their shit going, and this is you know, and with Christian York and Joey Matthews already an, an established team. Yeah, they're now being fed to the new team, which is the Dubs, right? Yep. Okay, so your next match was the um, tag team attraction, right? Yeah. Oh wait, are we? Are we? Was it the tag team? No, or was it the the, the gauntlet, gauntlet match? Yeah, no, it was the, yeah. We, but we're skipping over. Uh, it wasn't on the Impact feed. But it was on the live show, where Jeff Jarrett comes out. Oh no, no, it, it was it was Jeff on Jarrett comes out a bunch of times and, and interferes and and uh, he hit Toby Keith in the back. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Joe, Kobe, Joe Kobe, Toby Keith was performing. Yeah, who's actually in real life a really good friend of the Jarretts and, and big wrestling fan. Back backstory, another backstory, was invited to go play at the White House that what? same day. Wasn't he an investor also? No, he wasn't. Okay. No, he. I think he was. A, he was later on. He was approached 
about investing. Okay, okay. And, and didn't do it. He Toby Keith at this time was the biggest country star, and and this is obviously after nine eleven, and uh, it's a red, white, and blue. You know, so I forget the name of the song. He he sang it there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtesy I'm, of the red, white, and blue. I'm not a fucking. I hate country music, but ah, I'm, dude, there's I know you like it. Yeah, there's Toby Keith is pretty kick ass, and uh, but a uh, huge wrestling fan, and he turned down to play at the White House to go play at. Good for him. At at, at fucking. He's a fan in Alabama. He's yeah. a fan. Well, I th- that and I think he's also a man of his word. He told he told yeah. Jeff that he'd do it, and it, was, he, it wasn't political that he didn't go to the White House. Yeah, he just wanted to take care of his boy, and which is fucking dope. But I mean, I, but what an entrance for Jeff Jarrett. Though. Yes, of course. What I didn't like with that opening promo, you know, with with Jeff Jarrett, like, you know, you're the heel, and you're being told that you're coming out number one, and like you're okay with it. <laughs> like he no sold it. Like you know what I mean, and like, it's it was a crazy, it's a crazy way to start. It's a fifty-fifty thing, correct? Like I, I mean, I, how do you feel about the Gauntlet thing? I, it was a terrible way. And everybody, and everybody during the entire show made made comment of it. Like it's this really crappy way to have a title match, and da 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 da. And you're fucking burying it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, and like it kind of wasn't a good look. It's fifty-fifty because it, it's just what I always say about everything. When like it, you 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 do this like in football, you do this fantastic play. Like you, you got three seconds left, and you and you're in shotgun fucking you know formation. formation. Yeah. And you throw a hail and you're like, all right, they're throwing the hail mary, and then you hand the ball off and you get sacked fucking five yards in. Yeah. Like, it's like. Well, why would you hand the ball off? It's like, well, you wouldn't be saying that if the if the yeah. plan worked. Why would you build this new show up and then shoot it down every chance you got until yeah. the end of it? You, you know, know what I mean? So, like, to me, it, it, it's 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 a stupid idea because it didn't work. So the gauntlet for the gold, and then the last two guys would fight uh, for the title. Yeah. With Ricky Steamboat as a special guest referee for the vacant NWA Heavyweight Championship. Well, it was it was vacant, but like I said, at the time, Dan Severn was still the champion, and technically interim. And he, uh, I think he he won it over. Oh, who was the guy? Uh, I had it written down. Hold on, Hashimoto. He Shinya had, Hashimoto. Yeah, he rest had, in peace. Yeah, and he uh, rest in peace. He wrestled it over him, but it was no. It was kind of like a. It was a like a, like a weird fast count and and everything. So they kind of just stripped him of the belt anyway. And so like this is just the why it was vacant and all that stuff. But Dan Severin was one of those guys that. You know, wrestling's real, and when he came into into this into into pro wrestling, um, he thought he was gonna get treated the same way. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you know, you have every guy has to lose, and every guy has to fill in a story, and every guy has to put somebody else over. And I don't think he was as good with it as Ken Shamrock was. Yeah, where Shamrock fucking ate it. Like he came in, he's like, you know what? I was this guy here. I could take that reputation yeah. and be this guy. And Dan Severin, I love Dan Severin. He could have been that guy. He could have been Ken Shamrock. He just didn't fucking drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, because it was. It's not. He's not a character per se. Like Ken he's Shamrock. Not. Ken Shamrock can 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 do that. Yeah, but Dan Severin can too. Yeah, but it's not like because his he was like he's like I mean. What Dean Malenko was in ECW is what Dan Severin was his whole career. His whole pro yeah, basically, career. basically right. Uh, all right, so let's look at the the, the the combatants, right? You had um Jeff Jarrett came out, and uh, first off, the way that he came out was just perfect. I, yeah, like, hitting hitting fucking Toby Keith over the back with the guitar, fucking it's just brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, 
Yeah, you want to. And then that's where, and then that's where it stops. <laughs> then it comes to a screeching halt. Number, two, the second entry coming out is is Buff Bagwell. Yeah, Buff Bagwell, who who must have got a nice payday for about three minutes worth of work. A couple of heavy hitters in this though. Uh, Lash Larue, number three, come out. Yeah, got he's in a tag team with uh, with Lenny Lane. They're called the Rainbow. Yeah. Managed by Joel Gertner. There we go. Friend of the show. I just spoke to Joel last week. Ah, oh, how's he doing? He's doing good. I I, I was in um. I was in a. Uh, I told you last week. I was. He had a um, a fundraiser. A lot. Of, um, what do you call it? He was doing a an auction. Right. With football cards for uh, a Buddha Dean from Florida Championship Wrestling. So. Right. 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 Yeah. So, talking bullshitting with Joel on on the DMs. But anyway, go ahead. And uh, and he came out and he actually introduced with he introduced Lash uh, Lash. He Lula, did. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, number four was Norman Smiley. Yep. The yep. big wiggle. The big wiggle, out. baby. And uh, like I said, these are all pretty quick, you know, eliminations and and everything. And then number five was Apollo, Grand Apollo, and uh, came out, but uh, he was gonna he was gonna choke uh, Jarrett out, but he, Jarrett manages to hang on. Then number six comes out is R Truth, who we see oh we skipped over before. He had a great segment before with uh, with the legends with the with the. Oh no, the race car guys. Yeah, Mauling and uh and uh Brian Brian Christopher, Brian Lola came out. Brian Lola came out, yep. But uh yeah, so he came out after that, but you can't throw him out. And then uh number seven is Slash, who is that that's Jamie they, I was gonna say Jamie Dundee. No, Slash or, or is Wolfie D. I always forget which one Slash is. I think he's Wolfie D. Wolfie yeah. D, yeah. yeah. And uh he came out, and then uh, number eight is Del Rios, which, I, I, you know, I don't know much about Del Rios. Didn't know who he is. Number nine is uh, Justice. Yeah, Justice. And uh, But, you know, who do we know Justice as? Fucking Abyss. And it was a young Abyss. And then after this, the story was that, uh, what's his face? Dutch Mantel sees Chris Park. As yeah. Justice yep. and brings him to brings him to Puerto Rico. That's right. Has a little bit of a run in Puerto Rico. Comes back as Abyss and just fucking s- great. Sets the world on yeah, fire. Yeah, Dutch Mantel knew. Dutch Mantel was like the Kevin Sullivan of the two thousands. Yep. And uh, he saw things in people. He uh, number ten is Conan. Conan comes out and I think, arguably speaking, uh. You know, Conan was the number three guy here. You know, if if you want to count Jeff Jarrett as number one, I think you got to count Scott Hall as the number one known name. Uh, number two, definitely Jeff Jarrett. Number three, Conan. I agree. All, all day. I agree. Uh, Conan, crowd went fucking insane for Conan. And then uh, number 11 is Bruce from the Rainbow Express with uh, Joel Gertner bringing him out. And then number 12, obviously, Rick Steiner. Yes. Surprisingly, um, like I said, once again, I, I put Conan at number three. Rick Steiner, you know, on the tail end of his career. You know, I guess, you know, if, if you're going to put, maybe you should put Rick Steiner up further. I don't know, man. I, nah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with there. But uh, Slash gets eliminated by Rick Steiner, which is kind of, which is kind of good. Yeah. Because, you know. Why not? And then same thing. Abyss gets eliminated by Rick Steiner. Rick yep. Steiner comes in, cleans house. Uh, and then we got Malice coming in. Can Ed Ferrara stop calling him the fucking wall? Yeah. Yeah. Really, Ed Ferrara? Yeah. Exactly. And he kept, it wasn't like he said it was the wall from WCW. He kept calling him the wall. He kept calling him I'm that. like, dude, you're fucking, 
you're third on you, you're on the stick. You're in a new company. Fucking, you're the heel. You're you're the heel commentator. Yeah. At least know the fucking heels' names. At least know who it is. You, you know know fucking I mean? dildo. And then uh, after this, you know, Conan uh, gets eliminated by the wall. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> fucking next, terrible. And then next is actually Rick Steiner gets eliminated by it. And then after that, number fourteen comes in, is uh, Scott Hall. Yeah. The outlaw cr- crowd. And he like say the same thing like in the opening promo like you know Scott Hall came out and he kind of like fucking buried the the whole thing, and then uh, <laughs> after Scott Hall comes out, you know it's you know uh, next thing you know Toby Keith comes out and yeah. fucking gives Jeff Jarrett the worst suplex I've ever seen, but held him up there. You know what I mean? Just He's a Toby, fan. Toby Keith is a, is a, is not a small guy. He's not a small dude at all. And uh, he comes in and then. Uh, Teams up with uh, Scott Hall to throw, throw Jeff Jarrett out. Hey, yo. Yeah. So, uh, and then Conan leaves. And then, and, you know, I uh, Conan. Yeah, uh, Keith, uh, Toby Keith leaves. Yes. And then uh, the, the next coming out is Chris Harris, which babyface Chris. And then, you know, would later team on with James Storm. Second episode. Oh, it, it is. The it tag tournament. The tag tournament for the titles. There we go. Yep. And then uh, number 16 comes out is the Vampire Warrior. That's it, David Heath. And thank God, you know, I, I Gangrel. Gangrel. I, I just watched recently, uh, real real quick. I just watched recently the Luna episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Oh yeah, that was a sad episode. We talked about that. Yeah, sad. And, uh, you know, I I seen that, and I got I don't know, I just got a whole newfound respect for Gangrel. And he's got a really um, him and Rikishi have that school in yep. Cali, so they're doing good over there. Uh, number seventeen, everybody's favorite, Devin Storm comes out. Yep, friend of the show. And uh, after that, New Jersey's own number eighteen, fucking Steve Carino, king of old school, baby. Love it. How about his son? Uh, during the last NWA event, he um he cashed in. He, it was there was a junior title. There was a junior uh heavyweight title match. It was well, we know Homicide is the junior champion of NWA right now. Yeah, and he fought Mike Bailey. I think it was Mike Bailey. Speedball. Yeah. So he had a grueling fucking match. All of a sudden, Carino's kid comes out and. He has like a like I guess money in the bank type of deal. Yep. He wanted to cash in, and like homicides, like his t- his tongue's hanging out of his mouth at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Then had the match of his fucking life with homicide. Yeah, and homicides got beefed. He see has a story there. Yeah, him and Carino go back, right? Homicide beats him, but Steve Carino's kid is fucking making ma- making news, and I love Steve Carino. Yeah, he was awesome. Oh, but dude, it, one of the best. And I I forgot about his little run here. I, I I when I seen him come out, I was like, oh fuck, that's right, Steve he was Carino. Here. Yeah, fresh off ECW. Yep. So God, I'm sorry. Finish and, up. And then uh, that went thirty minutes and fifty something seconds long. That was my half hour. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what you call it? So after that, it was it was. Uh, who was number nineteen? Oh, number nineteen was Ken Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. And then uh, after that, he comes down. Is at the the last one to come in is Brian Lawler. Brian Christopher. Brian they, Christopher. They couldn't figure out what the fucking call him. Brian Christopher. Brian Lawler. They kept calling him everything. That's and fucking then, uh, Ed Ferrara. His fucking genius booking. All the way comes down to the final four, which would be Malice, Scott Hall, Apollo, and Ken Shamrock. Yeah. And. You know, you, you you look at that, and then you, the, your first thought is, well, I guess it's going to be Scott Hall. Like, you know, because yeah. he kind of came in, wasn't a baby face, wasn't a full-blown baby face, wasn't a full-blown heel. You know, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash were perfect as those guys that can walk the line. Yeah. Um, You know, you, you look at those final four, and a 
Apollo makes sense. You know, babyface wise, maybe you want a worldwide appeal. Big guy, yeah. You want you want the big guy now. You know, Malice. I, you know, I was never sold on the wall, man. No. I, you know, and WCW, like they, it was almost like Roman Reigns, like five years ago. You're pushing him down my throat. You, you know, know? It, but it, that was the norm back then, Jay. When they had like these guys that had a look. Yeah. They they kept them on too long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Because because they see something that we don't see. Right. 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 But, uh, you know, and then at that point, who gets eliminated first? I think uh, oh, uh, Apollo gets eliminated by the wall. And then Scott Hall goes to the outside of the edge, but then he right next to the ropes, and he ends up doing what he usually does. And, you know, with Hall getting back bodied out of the ring, so Scott Hall gets eliminated by the wall. And now you look and you go, holy shit, you're going to. I never would have thought at this time Ken Shamrock. Was was gonna win this and right? Then, that was then, cool though. And, and and yeah, and like I said, Ken Shamrock comes out, and then they go into about a, what was it about eight eight nine ten minutes match maybe like a of the match. Yeah. And Ricky Steamboat refereeing it, you know. Uh, no, the match that the la- the finals. Yeah. Went five minutes forty seven seconds. Oh, five, almost okay. ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, I, and I like the idea of, I mean, Ricky Steamboat's the only guy. In that, in the, the the legends that can kind of have the mass appeal. I mean, Harley Race. I would it would be cool as as a. I mean, if he was a character, like if he was a manager, like with Vader. Yeah, but no, I mean as a referee, as a special referee. Oh no, Harley couldn't move around at that point. Yeah, none of these guys can move around. Like not he did. like not like Steamboat Ricky. was still in shape. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it would make more sense to have Harley Race do it. He's an eight time fucking champ. You're right. Um. But and it it was uh, and, and and we we glossed over it before, but it was so cool. Like when Holly came out, like yeah. inside of me it was just like fuck yeah, look at Holly race, Holly race, man. You know, and uh, but Ricky Steamboat coming out was was the right move. And, yep, I agree. And like I said, I think as a as a company, I, I I think it's a it's a it's a passable good first show. Oh yeah, you were able to kind of you know. Gloss over. They didn't have a lot of pre tapes in the back. They had, you know, they had Goldilocks running around interviewing people. Um, all in all, I, I I think it was a really good first show. I was more excited because I didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. For me, I was like, this I, was same thing with me. I discovered it weeks later. Yeah. It on... would come on at like seven o'clock at night. I was still at work, so I would have to set my VCR up and keep the ca- keep the cable box on and the TV off. Yeah. In in the spare room. And just taped the shows, and I'd come home and I'd fucking watch them. It was fucking great, man. And I'm so glad that we can we can start breaking these shows down. We can do a whole season of this. Like it's gonna be great. Yeah, I, every I, couple of weeks we're just gonna grab an episode just and do grab it. an episode. Yeah, it's from, be from, awesome. from the time and yeah, no, nah, it's fucking great. Up. I loved it, man. I'm excited now because I I started. I'm, I'm on a third episode already. Mm-hmm. I started watching it. You know. Yeah, I gotta I gotta do the same. Yeah, but well, get on that, buddy. Get on it. Get on it. Um, how, how can we get on it when we have real life drama? I happening? know, I know, I know. We spent fucking almost an hour and a half on it. Now, we're, <laughs> and we're over two hours at this point. I don't, I don't care. I mean, you know, no, it's, it is what it is. But, um, stay tuned, guys. Yeah, like I said, once once again tonight, eight o'clock is gonna be SmackDown. We're all dying to see what, what Vince is gonna do. I think the world is now at this point, and I and I agree with Jay. The ratings will be off the chain. And then, of course, 10 o'clock, right after that, if you're bored and you're not going out on a Saturday night and you're a loser like me, then you tune into RantDMRadio.com and Double uh, A, Tony C, and the Silver One himself, and maybe somebody from Turnbuckle Throwbacks will be jumping in with, yes. with the hot tag, as they say. 
Running. Uh, it was requested that Turnbuckle Throwbacks make an make an make an entrance. Uh-huh. Um, and I never we never tell them no. So we'll see what happens. See what happens. Anything else? Before we go. I think Are you it, good, brother? Yeah. All right, let's get I'm all here. talked out. You think so? I've said enough before I get myself in more trouble. Anchor FM is where you'll get all the episodes. Still on it.com. Uh, Shining Wizards Network 2. RantDMRadio.com. We all have feeds there. Social media handles. You know them all. And uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash Tomical Throwbacks. Go buy a shirt. And we're going to have we're, we're gonna have to hammer a date out for uh, the anniversary shows. I know you're moving and all that. Yeah. So uh, we have to work on that now. We're so work on it. We'll give you guys a date. Well, I, I want to I get a date by, by next week. So... And uh, that's pretty much it. So, on behalf of Jay, I'm Phil, and uh, we're out. Say goodnight, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.